Hi, I'm Gregory Dickow, and thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you're one of our regular listeners, thank you for your continued journey with me. My prayer is that each and every message touches your heart and helps you encounter the real Jesus and rise to your true worth and purpose. Now, we release new messages every single week available to everyone in the world for absolutely free. And the reason we can do that is because we have precious people who give generously and sacrificially each and every week. If you're a regular giver, I'm truly thankful for you. I can't thank you enough, in fact. And if you haven't taken that step yet, I want to invite you to join us today. Simply visit lifechangerschurch.com slash give. That's lifechangerschurch.com slash give to make a one-time gift or even better yet, become a recurring giver here at Life Changers. Finally, I hope today's message truly encourages you, builds you up, and reveals to you how powerful you really are. Enjoy and God bless. Welcome once again to Life Changers, and I want to pray for you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Heavenly Father, you're the God of all goodness, the God of all provision, the God of all healing and power. Thank you for your victory today in each person's life. I prophesy victory in their life. I prophesy healing in their bodies. I prophesy breakthrough in their finances. I prophesy restoration in their families and in their bodies and in their health and in their emotions, mental health in the name of Jesus, restoration of family relationships in the name of Jesus. Healing flow, let the healing flow, Lord, and thank you for your divine protection over every person connected here. In Jesus' name, amen. Now remember, there's a lot of negativity in this world and there's a lot of darkness in this world, but the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. And that's what Jesus is building. In fact, let me get right into this teaching in Hebrews chapter three, for every House is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. You see, God is a builder. And because we're made in his image, we're called to be builders, too. Now, what is Jesus building? We know and we learn in Matthew chapter 16 when Jesus says, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who's in heaven. And Jesus said, I tell you, you're Peter, a little stone. But upon this rock, this bedrock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I also he goes on to say, and also I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Wow. Jesus is building his church and he's given us his authority in this life. So let's walk in that authority and let's walk in that power today. How do we do that? How does Jesus build his church? How does Jesus build you and me into all that he's created us to be? Well, it starts in Acts chapter 20, verse 32, and it talks about the word of God's grace. We're built on the word of God's grace. He says, now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. And notice what he says, the word of his grace will do, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among those that are sanctified. What is God's grace doing in our lives It's building us up and giving us an inheritance. It's building us up into the church. It's building us up and giving us our inheritance. That all comes from the grace of God. What is grace? I like to use the acronym G.R.A.C.E. God's riches at Christ's expense. God's riches at Christ's expense. In Romans chapter eight, verse thirty two, we see that He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him for us all. How shall he not also with him freely give us all things? This is God's grace, God's riches 
at Christ's expense, God's righteousness at Christ's expense, God's restoration at Christ's expense. And we could go on and on. But I want you to understand the rhythms of God's grace that Jesus talked about how to walk in this rhythm. You know, we need to learn the rhythm of life. We need to learn to, to follow the rhythm of grace, the, the rhythm of God's favor, the rhythm. You know, we're out of rhythm when we're forcing things. We're out of rhythm when we're trusting self rather than trusting God. We're out, we're out of rhythm when we're not believing. We're out of rhythm when we're not leaning on his everlasting arms and leaning into our beloved Savior, Jesus. You know, in Matthew chapter 11, he talks most about this rhythm of grace. And I want to read this to you from the message translation, beginning in verse 25. Abruptly, Jesus broke into prayer. I'll come back to that in a moment. Abruptly, Jesus broke into prayer and he said, thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You've concealed your ways from sophisticates and know-it-alls, but you spelled them out clearly to ordinary people. Yes, Father, he said, that's why that's the way you like to work. It says in verse 27, Jesus resumed talking to the people, but now very tenderly. He said, the father has given me all these things to do and say, this is a unique father son operation coming out of the father and son intimacies and knowledge. No one knows the son the way the father does, nor the father the way the son does. But notice what Jesus says, but I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. He says, I'm willing to go over it line by line to anyone. I'm ready to go over it line by line to anyone who's willing to listen. And then he goes on to say, and then I'll break this down for you quickly. But he says in verse 28, are you tired? Guilty. Are you worn out? <laughs> Guilty. Burned out on religion? Yep, that's me. Jesus, how about is that you too? Amen. Jesus said, come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. And then he says, learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. What a powerful passage of scripture. What an amazing passage of scripture. And I want to read this to you a little more closely because there's so much here, but I want to break it down to the four most essential things. Starting in verse 25, first, though, I want you to see this. Jesus abruptly breaks into prayer. How does he break into prayer? Abruptly, he breaks into prayer. Notice the prayer. Thank you, Father. Notice the prayer. Thank you, Father. We need some abrupt interruptions in our life right now. We need to abruptly interrupt our anxiety with thank you, Father. We need to abruptly interrupt our negativity with thank you, Father. We need to abruptly interrupt our self-doubt, our self-image, our self-worth, our self-centeredness. We need to abruptly interrupt it with thank you, Father. Boy, before I show you these four things that define the rhythm of God's grace, I want you to start to learn this habit of abruptly interrupting whatever's going on in your life, whatever's going on in your life, abruptly interrupt it with thank you, Father. 
abruptly interrupt your fear with thank you, Father, abruptly interrupt your confusion with thank you, Father, abruptly interrupt anything that happens in your life throughout the day with thank you, Father. In order to walk in the rhythms of God's grace, it's all about relationship with with the Father and being grateful to the Father. So I want to give you four W's of what it means to be walking in the rhythms of God's grace. First, number one, be willing to listen. Number one, be willing to listen. Jesus says, I'm ready to go over it with anyone line by line with anyone willing to listen. You know, the only thing that qualifies you to walk in this rhythm of grace, the only thing needed to walk in this rhythm of grace is being willing to listen. You see, Jesus, we've all heard the saying ready and willing, but here we see Jesus is ready. Our part is to be willing. You might not feel ready, but you don't have to be because he's ready. All you got to do is be willing. You see, Jesus is ready. We need to just be willing. You know, surrendering our will is really what walking in God's grace is all about. Surrendering and saying, not my will, thy will. Surrendering and saying it's not by my strength, it's by your grace, it's by your strength. Right. This is what it means to be willing and open. We have to open our heart. Being willing is where we meet God with his grace, being open. I'm willing to do what he's called me to do. I'm willing to believe that I'm saved by his grace rather than by my works. I'm willing to stop listening to my own opinion about myself and listen to what he his opinion about me. Right. Number one, be willing. Number two, be walking. Jesus says in this passage of scripture, he doesn't just say that he wants us to be willing to listen, but he also says he said, learn the unforced rhythm of grace. I won't lay anything. He said, walk with me. I'll show you real rest. Walk with me, work with me and watch how I do it. So number one, we got to be willing. Number two, we got to be walking. Jesus says, walk with me. You see, it's a walk. It's not necessarily a run. It's not necessarily even a flight, although at times we do run at times we do fly. But it's a walk with Jesus. Walk with me, Jesus says. And it's the fact of him saying these words, walk with me. You're not alone. So this when he says walk with me, it's a walk. When he says walk with me, he's saying you're not alone. This walk is with him. If you would just stop and say, you know, Jesus, I thank you that you're walking with me and I'm walking with you right now. You'll never leave me or forsake me. Peace will flood your life because the awareness of God's presence is what needs to be magnified in our lives. God's presence is with you, whether you realize it or not. But we have to have an awareness. That's what impacts our emotions. That's what impacts our decisions. That's what impacts how we feel. So. In order to walk in the rhythms of God's grace, it starts by being willing and then it starts by walking. And number three, by working. Now, what is this? Let's not be tricked by this word. When Jesus says he said, walk with me and he said, work with me. So we need to be working. But what is our work? Jesus said in John six twenty nine, the work of God is to believe the work of God is to believe. The work that we're required of, the work that is required of us is to believe this is how we are co-laborers with Jesus. Our work is to believe and our work is to encourage others to believe everything is possible to them that believe. 
So number one, we simply need to be willing. Number two, we need to be walking. Number three, we need to be working. But what is our work to believe? John six twenty nine to believe that God sent Jesus and he's with you right now. Number one, be willing. Number two, be working. Number three, be walking. Number two, be walking. Number three, be working. And number four, be watching. He said, walk with me, work with me and watch how I do it. You know, when it comes to watching, we really need to learn to watch every one of us. We watch a lot of things on social media. We watch a lot of things at movies. We watch a lot of things uh, on television. But we need to watch how Jesus does things. We need to be focused on and double clicking on how does Jesus do life? How does he respond when people mistreat him? Father, forgive them. How does he walk in humility? Watch his humility. Watch how he doesn't strike out against people. Watch how he's humble and he doesn't respond when the Bible says he was reviled. He did not revile in return. Watch how he doesn't stress out. Watch how he serves so humbly. You know, in John chapter 13, one of my favorite verses, verse three, it says Jesus knew that the father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to God. But it says and taking a towel, in other words, when he knew that everything was put under his hand in his authority by the father in John 13, three, he didn't take a bow. As you heard me say, he didn't take a victory lap. He took a towel and he served and washed his disciples feet. So really, when we watch Jesus, the thing we should find most and the thing we will find most is his humility to walk in the unforced rhythms of grace is to build our lives on the word of his grace, which simply means be willing. He's ready. Just be willing. I'm open. Be walking. Just it's a walk with God. Don't worry if you fall, just get back up. It's a walk. You stumble, you trip, get back up, be willing. Number one, be walking. Number two, be working. Number three, what is work? What is the work that we're called to do to believe and be watching? Watch how Jesus does things. Watch how he prays. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Watch how he serves with his hands and with his heart. He takes a towel and he serves the people in his life. If we would learn these simple truths, we would walk in such rhythm. We would walk like as you're walking, the door will open as they went. They were cleansed. The Bible says as they walked, they were healed. Be willing, be walking, be working. What is our work to believe and be watching? Watch how Jesus does things with such humility and such grace, such kindness and such power. Come on, let's pray together and you're going to be built today on the word of God's grace. You were built today on the word of his grace. Father, thank you for this word. And thank you that every person here that I'm connected to will be willing, be walking, be working on believing and be watching your humility. Thank you, Father, for the rhythms of your grace that guide us and keep us flowing. Things aren't falling apart in our lives because of your grace. Lord, things aren't falling apart. They're falling in place. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you've never received Jesus today as your Savior, pray this with me out loud. Just say, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for my sins. Say that out loud. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead. From this moment forward, I'm a child of God. It's that simple, that prayer. Just say thank you, Father, for Jesus in my life. It's that simple. If you prayed that prayer, I have a book for you. I want to send it to you absolutely free. You can download this book anywhere in the world by simply going to lifechangerschurch.com slash salvation. Lifechangerschurch.com slash salvation. Download this book for free. It's called The Power of a New Life. It's the next steps in this journey with God. And congratulations if you prayed that prayer. Would you let me know if you prayed that prayer for the first time? Please let me know. Please download this book. It's absolutely free. It's my gift to you and everybody can get it and anybody can get it and anybody can walk in these next steps. It's that simple. Thank God for you. I love you. Thank you for joining me at Life Changes Church. I can't wait to see you at our next service. God bless. Well, thank you again so much for joining me today on the podcast. I'm praying that God is using this message to speak to you today. And I want to encourage you right now, if Life Changers is one of the platforms from which you're growing spiritually and you feel blessed and empowered by the content here, I want to ask you to go to lifechangerschurch.com slash give and become one of the givers, one of the people that is changing lives with me around the world. Become a greater part of what God is doing. Become a part of something bigger than just you or bigger than just me, what God is doing around the world through this ministry. You can give a one-time gift or become a recurring giver. Remember, the church is not a place, it's a people. Let's work together as the church to bring more people into the family of God. Go to lifechangerschurch.com slash give to give or click the link in the description. And thank you in advance. Remember, God's not mad at you. He is mad about you. He's in love with you and he is on your side. God bless.